Welcome into the Train With The Best podcast, a podcast by Fit Pros for Fit Pros. I'm Craig Hoffman, a fitness and media professional. And I'm Chris Gorez, master trainer and international presenter. And also, dad to Mila Gorez, which is very, very important <laughs> and relevant for this episode. Uh, if you missed it on social media, uh, Chris's daughter, Mila, committed to play softball at Penn State Brandywine. So first of all, congratulations, man. Um, it's so cool watching Mila grow up. Like We've known each other for a long time now, which means I've known Mila for a long time now. And to see her not only grow up into the athlete she's become, but the young woman she's become, Like I'm so proud of you guys and, and so freaking happy for you. Yeah, well, thank you. And, and, you know, she definitely deserves it. We're very happy for her. She's, she's very at peace with the whole process and she's happy to find a place where she can continue her softball career, where she can pursue the education that she wants to pursue. And then, you know, for her, the location was a, a big win for her being just outside of Philadelphia, not too far away from family, can, can get up to the city if she wants to, can get back on the train and come home, um, when we force her to. So, um, there's there's a there's a lot that uh, there's a lot of boxes that that campus checked off, and then you know just getting that vibe from that coach, there there was a lot there that uh, felt right. So um, she had actually been sitting on it for a while. She wanted to make sure that everything went through. She got the formal application process in, and that was um, accepted and all that other stuff before making any announcements. So just a, a, another sign of like kind of her maturity of saying, hey, like this is exciting news. Let's wait. Instead of just rushing out to, to publish all of this stuff and, and make an announcement, let's let's wait on it. So, yeah, just really happy for her. Yeah, it's so cool. And so what we want to do with this episode is it's not a training episode per se, but I want to talk about slash we want to talk about what it's like to navigate the recruiting process, because obviously, if you're on the performance coach side of things, you're probably eventually going to work with athletes who go through it. And you might be a good voice to have that's not their parents, someone that they trust um, as they go throughout the process. But I'm also be curious too, like if you're a parent going through this process, because you're kind of both in this situation, obviously, yeah. obviously you're, I mean, it's impossible to like separate the two, but you're way more parent than strength coach when it comes to Mila, but you've been through this process as a pure strength coach for so many other athletes. Um, and I think whether you are consulting a parent, like, cause a lot of times you have parents who you train and their kids might be going through the process. Um, or you're a parent yourself who's eventually going to go through this. Um, I think it's it's great insight that you have as someone who's been doing this for this long. And um, I've had a couple of, of kids who have gone, you know, D three, D two, D one over the years as well that I've trained. Um, so I, I'm let's let's just start off purely from the parent side though, and then then we can get into like, okay, it's not your kid, you're the trainer, but like as a parent, how did you navigate this process, and and how did you? make sure that it was really, because I know it's something that's important to you is like, let Mila make her decision, but also guide yeah. her and be there for her along the way. A hundred percent. I mean, it, it was 100% her journey, which, which means that there was going to be some things that I could support her with, but not do for her or not help her with. Right. So there were, there were things like making a list of colleges that you'd want to go take a look at, making a list of majors that you think you wanted to pursue or study. So all of those things have to come from her, and, and a lot of the legwork has to come from her. Um, helping her deal with a lot of the gatekeepers in her sport, uh, I, I did mention that in, in my post. Um, and, and that's unfortunately just the reality that we, we live in. Like This is the part of youth sports that kind of sucks. Uh, there, there's just a lot of gatekeepers. There's a lot of politics going on. And even when we were talking to the coach at Penn State, Brandywine, and he was asking questions about why don't you play for your high school team or do you play for your high school team? And 
we were totally prepared to answer that question and he made it seem like, hey, don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. I was just asking. We know what the sport is like. We know that there are a lot of situations out there where there are good players who get passed on or don't play for their high school team um, simply because there isn't that chemistry there with their coach or, or, or whatever it is. So that's not something that, that you should press uh, too hard. Right. So, so it was a relief to hear that from him. Um, and then, you know, for, for me, once I let Mila know that, hey, this is, these are the things that you have to do. If this is something that you want and you love and you want to pursue it, these are the things that you have to do. I'm not going to do this for you. And then from there, just getting her to focus on the controllables. What are the things that you can control? Right. Like, and you're not going to be able to control playing time. You're not going to be able to control if a team wants you or this or that. Like, just do the things that you can control, which is, which is where Onyx and strength training comes in because a lot of times you are the major controllable, right? Like, you are the one thing that they can always control. I can always come and work on my swing. I can work on my strength. I can work on my speed, my mobility, all that other stuff. So that's why we become home for so many athletes, not just for Mila. Because this is the one place where I get to control everything. I don't need to rely on a coach to give me playing time or put me in the right position or whatever. This is a place where I can work on developing and, and, and improving the things I want to improve. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you've heard so many different coaches give the different version of the speech of like, you can control your attitude and your effort. And that's always, you know, the, that's the controllable is like you're, you're, but I would also add like your focus, your dedication, your right. priorities, like um, you can control those things. And it's okay for on the priority side to have different things. Like, you know, every, I, th- I think that's one thing as a coach, like guiding people through the process before um, or like bouncing ideas off of them, whatever. It's like, well, what's important to you? Like for some people, it's playing at the most prestigious school. It's like, if I'm, I'm a football player and I want to play at Ohio State, Michigan, Texas, right. USC, like that's, I'm that caliber of player and it's more important to have one of those classic jerseys than it is maybe a little bit more playing time and I'll, or I'll fight for my right to, to play at that school versus going down a level and being guaranteed a starting spot where other people are going to be like, no, I want the starting spot. Um, I think it's probably a little easier for someone in like Mila's position in a non-rev sport um, and one where there's not like a huge professional league with millions of dollars and, and right. all that stuff in the future to be like, okay, well, realistically, I'm going to college to get an education. I'm going to play softball as long as I can. Like what's, what are the educational opportunities? Some people that's more important than others. Some people just want to have a good time and figure out what it's like to live away from home and like making sure they have a great atmosphere for that. So, right. um, you know, what I, I think understanding all of those things, many of which are the same as any kid making a college decision and then sure. driving the athletic portion with the attitude and effort is is kind of something that anybody should be doing. And then I think Mila, um, with your guidance and, and the guidance of, of Vina and, and, and the rest of the support system that she had, um, did a great job of. And, and that's uh, you, you mentioned the support system, and that was what we tried to do. We, what we tried to do was we, we wanted to make it clear that Mila – even from the very beginning, like Mila, you are not my client. You are not an Onyx athlete. You are my daughter. I don't even right. want to coach you. But if you want to come here and, and, and do these things, sure, we can we can come up with this stuff and, and we can come up with plans to get you stronger and faster and all that other stuff. And she certainly has done that. She's taken advantage of all that. Uh, but throughout the journey, we would make sure that she understood that it was clear to her 
that she was loved no matter what. Like, I, I don't right. care about how many home runs you hit. I don't care about your RBIs. I don't care about your batting percentage. I don't care about any of that. You're loved because you're my daughter, and, and we're going to love you the same no matter what. So if you want to pursue this, pursue it, but pursue it because you love it. Don't pursue it because you think that this is somehow earning our affection or, or our love or, or, you know, whatever it is. Like our, our love is not conditional on you becoming a division one or a college athlete. So that's number one. I, I have seen that, uh, in other families and, and it's a blessing for me to be in the position that I'm in and, and be involved in so many other families. And not that that was the case, but that was so many times where the kid, perceives that to be the case mm. like if i don't become d1 if i don't go play in college then everybody's gonna think i'm a failure and i'm like no nobody thinks that your parents don't think that i don't know how that got into your head but you know so so for me i wanted to make sure that mila understood where we were and what we stood for and what we supported her for and why we supported her and it had nothing to do with her performance on the field Right. So that was that was a big thing. And, and, and having her be at peace with, you know, where she was going to end up. Yes, she wants to pursue a, a softball career, but she understands that there's more to life than softball, that there are other things that, that she wants to do with her life. Um, and, you know, to her credit, like the, the level of maturity that 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 young girl has is, is amazing to me. It really it really puts me back a little bit. And I'm like, God, I, I was not that mature when I was that age. <laughs> You know, no, Mila's, I mean, Mila being, uh, for those that are longtime listeners, uh, everyone knows this. If you're newer to the podcast, like Chris has got four, Mila's his oldest, um, and Bree, the, the baby of the family, she's what, seven now? She's six. So, yeah. Six. Yeah. So like Mila at 17 years old is like, she's, she's been big sister and like, you know, is the, the babysitter at times and like has to take on some of that stuff. Um, you know, as, as you do when you're like, I'm an oldest sibling and I just had one younger sibling, but like, that's the nature of being an older sibling sometimes. Right. And I think Mila, even beyond that, like just Mila's so incredibly mature, um, for her age, which I, I mentioned, not just to compliment and pile compliments onto Mila, um, who's, who's great and is like a little sister for me, but I, I, I wanted to set up this question, which is, would you recommend if you're like a fitness professional to train your own kid or would you try to separate that? Cause like you tried and Mila was like, no, I want to work with you because you're you and you're very good at this. Um, and she understood that and she appreciated that. And that's kind of a, I think a rare and special thing where, you know, you see all the time, like kids not appreciate their parents. I mean, like LeBron's lucky. Bronny understands that, that LeBron James is LeBron James and it's not just dad. Um, like he's, yeah, he's not just, oh yeah, dad's a professional basketball player. Like, no, he's the best bas- professional basketball player maybe ever. Um, right. but like a lot of times when you're good at something, your kid might not realize it just because like, that's always been your thing. Like you're, oh yeah, that's my sure. dad. He does this, but he's still my dad. I'm not going to listen to him. So like yeah. if, if you were having a conversation, like in the, in the mold of this is a podcast by fit pros for fit pros, sure. would you recommend training your own kid to someone else? Um, do I recommend it? Yes. I, I, I think that I, I would recommend you doing it, but you also have to make sure that you're sprinkling in the moments where you're not trainer, where, where you're just dad, right? Because you want them to be able to come to talk to you about whatever it is that they want to be able to talk about. Right. And, and it might not have anything to do with sports. And there, there are a lot of 
lessons in sports, but there are a lot of lessons outside of it too. And they have to be able to feel comfortable having those conversations. So like I said, like there, there were many times and many conversations and a lot that we would talk about. Um, and a lot of times where I would stop workouts and be like, listen, this is, we don't have to do none of this. <laughs> you know, like you're doing this because you wanted to do this and I, and I'm here for you. So if you don't want to do it, that's cool. Don't, don't ever get it in your head that this is coming from me while I'm pushing you this hard. But right. I'm pushing you this hard because, you know, this is this is what you said you wanted. We came up with these goals together. We had these conversations together of what you were supposed to do and, and what, what you need to do to improve. So if you have those conversations and lay it out, then I, I think that I would recommend it. If it's just going to be another opportunity for you to talk at your children, then no, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that probably ever. Um, so, you know, with, with her and with Marcelo as well, like I always make sure that – um, I find a moment before the game to come over to the locker and pull him aside and just give him a hug and tell him that I love him and that, you know, I hope he plays well, this and that. And then there are times when, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be the hardest coach that he's ever going to have. But you gotta, you gotta sprinkle in those moments. You gotta make sure that you, you do that because they're not going to do that. They're not, they're not going to reach out and ask you for that moment. You have to, you have to be the mm. one that does it. Right. So. Yeah, and again, that, that's that's just something that I was able to see with other families. So I wanted I wanted to make sure that I was making I, w- I wanted to make sure that I was giving my kids those moments of dad and not trainer Gores. The Train with the Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus. And Chris, I remember when Momentus was just a company with three protein blends, and then right. that was that was it. Now. Pretty much anything in the supplement game, you can get at LiveMomentous.com. That's right. If you go to LiveMomentous.com right now, you might not even recognize some of these products. And for me, I'm definitely going to change my monthly subscription. I've been getting the Brain Drive. I've been getting the Elite Sleep. I've been getting the Collagen. And it looks like I need to up my game a little bit and take a look at some of these products like the Alpha. Yeah, no doubt. And what's great about Momentus's website, uh, which you can go to right now, livemomentus.com, is that they also have a lot of descriptions and information on best usage, best practices. It's not just like, hey, here's all this stuff. It's like, hey, are you looking for this? Well, then you should get that. So any supplementation needs you may have, they've got you covered. And it's it's stuff that, like, look, if you want if you want the four-hour description on what Tangat Ali does, you go to the Huberman Lab podcast. They got you covered. That's That's not us. But it might be something that you need. So go check it out. And Here's what we do have for you. We have a discount. LiveMomentous.com. Use TWTB at checkout for a special discount. TWTB is in Train With The Best at LiveMomentous.com. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Jaku. And we've been partners with Jaku for basically a year now, Chris. Can't believe how much the time has flown by. And it's still just as spectacular as it was when we discovered it. It's plain and simple, good, reliable timing on your speed drills, on your multi-directional drills. You know, how many of us who are speed coaches just need a good, accurate time out there to verify, one, the results that we're getting, and two, the trends that we're going in, right? So this is a great product for, for anybody who is a speed trainer or anybody who works with athletes. And now you're even able to track vertical jump, which is such a valuable tool when you're taking a look at somebody's program. So make sure you check out Jaku. And Craig, what's the code that they should be using? 
You go to jaku.com slash discount slash TWTB. You get a 20% discount on all Jaku products with the muscle blasters and everything as well. But yeah, I mean, I used to always love coming down to Onyx, testing my vertical on the Vertec machine. Now, now I don't have, even have to do that. You don't need a, a big, giant, high ceiling to, to have a Vertec and be able to extend it up. You just put the Jaku on your wrist, set it up. There you go. It's all cell phone app based. So go to jaku.com slash discount slash TWTB. Get 20% off the Jaku Speed and all other Jaku products. The Chairman of the Best podcast is brought to you by BlazePod. And Chris, what's so great about BlazePod is you can use it in every part of the workout. You can use it to help warm up. You can use it in kind of your main parts of the workout. You can use it as a finisher. What's your go-to recently with BlazePod? Yeah, for me, what I love using BlazePod for is just keeping our athletes engaged. So, you know, you, you can get into the rut of the workout where you're doing time sets. If you've got 30-second plank, a 30-second wall sit or whatever. But if you add Blaze Pods to that, now that 30 seconds doesn't seem like it's so long. And it keeps the clients a little bit more engaged, a little bit more motivated to perform well. And it's something that just adds a lot of fun to the session. No doubt. Uh, we could all use uh, a little attention for our inner child. And who doesn't love stuff that lights up? And oh, by the way, it's an elite training tool, the best of all worlds. And of course, we got the hookup for you. Use the code TWTB at blazepod.com for 15% off your order. That's TWTB is in train with the best for 15% off at blazepod.com. In some ways, you got the best kind of buy-in. Like she was there because she wanted to be there. Like there might've been days that she didn't want to specifically be there, but like she knew the end goal and and was like, I gotta, I gotta be disciplined when I don't have desire kind of thing. But like, generally speaking, she was there because she wanted to be there. And Marcelo's Mm -hmm. been the same way so far. He's like, yeah, like you're pretty good at this. I want to, I want to learn from you. And like, he's playing the same position that you played at at a high level ultimately uh, when you played receiver at Cornell. So like there's that connection as well. But I think, I think, you know, for a lot of kids uh, that aren't training with their parents, like sometimes they're there because their parents paid for them to be there and they, or they like feel like they have that, like it's a responsibility to go get that scholarship and thus they want to be there. And, and it's a different kind of effort. So I think, you know, whether it's obviously if it's your kid, it's way more important because you ultimately have to then be their parent. Like when the session ends, you don't get to, and if, if you guys got into it a little bit or you know, there you, you like, Hey, you're not giving enough effort or whatever it is that you said that was upsetting. You don't get to be like, Hey, we'll see you next week. And they go complain <laughs> to their parents and their parents probably gonna be like, well, you probably didn't try hard enough. Like you don't get to, you don't get to be that because when they go to complain to their parents, it's you. It's you. Um, and so it's, it's different. Um, but like the, the, if you can create that type of buy-in with any client paying or not, sure. um, I, I think that's that's another great thing to keep in mind because they're going to have like going back to kind of the premise of the episode of navigating the process. There's going to be so many stressors, and being a teenager is terrible. Like you're you have a lot of stress and no mechanisms to deal with it. You are not a fully fledged adult. Your hormones are going crazy. You are yeah. completely and totally incapable of handling almost anything. Um, and yet, and yet, you are making this monumental life decision. Truly, one of the most influential decisions you will make in your life is where you go to college because it often sets up the opportunities you have in the future. It sets up right. who some of your friends are. Like, you know, I look back on my college experience. I'm sure you look back on yours, and we look at kind of that the 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 avenues and the the paths it set us on for the rest of our lives. And you're making that decision when you're 16, 17, 18 years old. 
Um, in some cases, like if you're a top level athlete that's being heavily recruited, you might be making it at like 15. And so making sure that the training space is a place and, and trying to be a coach that's there for the kid and like making sure you're supporting them, I think is important no matter what. And also reminding them that like the thing at the core is the game and like you're trying to help them get better at the game and the fun part and you're going to be there for them no matter where that takes them. Yeah. Uh, and, and like this is this is a place where you know um Derek Carr talked about it just being at the bottom of this squat rack that's where mm-hmm. you get to explore who you really are right like we get to we get to have these moments where we get to explore who we really are whether that be literally at the bottom of a squat rack whether that be on the line knowing that you have a 300 yard shuttle to run and you're dead tired and I don't know where I'm going to find this energy from or you know, trying to find your way, a way to push yourself up off of that floor when when you've done a hundred pushups already, and now this is a hundred and one to finish it up. Like there, there are all kinds of moments that that we can experience together and share. And the the, the one thing that I would say is, um, I think Mila and Marcelo get to see a little bit of me being human here. Right. Like they see they see me as a human, as a coach, like me trying to do the things that I'm trying to do, trying to be everything that I can be for everybody else. And when I go through the workouts with them, yeah, like one, it's it's helping them. We get a little bit of bonding time, but then it's exposing myself as vulnerable. Like, look at me. I'm not Superman. I get tired the way that you get tired. Right. And when we can share in that moment of vulnerability, um, it's I think it's I think it's a bonding thing that uh is overlooked sometimes like to go through something like to build something with your kids whether it's building your own fitness or building literally like a project a home or a car or whatever right there's something about that bonding experience so for for me and and for our athletes we get it a lot we get parents to say hey can you talk to them about how they're eating can you talk to them about their homework can you talk to them about whatever can you talk to them about behaving at prom like we have these conversations with these kids because a lot of times as parents will say, well, they'll listen to you. They won't listen to me. Right. And like, yeah. I would, I would say that training with my kids, not just being their coach, but actually getting into workouts with them has allowed me the opportunity to speak to them in ways that, um, maybe I wouldn't have been able to, uh, if I wasn't their trainer, because I'll tell you, Vina has a little bit of an issue with it too, right? Because they would, they will speak to me about certain things. They'll still go to Vina. They're very, they, they, they love and respect their mother very much. But there are certain things that, that Vina will say that will roll off deaf ears or it feels like they're rolling off deaf ears sometimes because she's, she's the checklist mom. That's what she does. She wants to make sure that everybody's got their lunch, took their vitamins, brushed their teeth, made their bed. You know, that's what she yeah. does. So like at, at some point the kids stop listening and then she's like, they're not listening to me. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. They listen to me because one, I'm vulnerable with them and I'm real with them. And two, they listen to me because I apologize to them a lot. Like if you if you want your kids to listen to you, apologize to them genuinely a lot, and tell them like, oh shit, I fucked up. I was wrong. I was wrong. My bad. Hey, I I, I know I made you feel like the way I shouldn't have made you feel that way. I, I overreacted. All those other things. Hey, I'm sorry. I couldn't make it to your game. This and that. You know, Mila Mila had this one. This was like when she was like 12 years old, man. Like I was I was gone. I couldn't make it to her tournament, and I was like. Hey, Bays, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm not going to be able to make it to your tournament. I got to I got to take this trip. I'm going to be overseas and I'm not going to make it back. And she was like, it's OK. I understand. Like, go be trainer Gores because 
they need you. I know, I know that you love me. It has nothing to do with that. And, and honestly, it's kind of cool that you're so good at your job that people want you on the other side of the world. So go do that. That was, I was a 12 year old girl that Dang. was saying that to me. And I was like, there's oftentimes I've thought that Mila is more mature than me. And in, at many points that I've known her. And, um, I still think that's true. I still think <laughs> no, it's true no, today. For sure. <laughs> There's definitely times when I'm like, damn, like, I don't even know if you know how mature you are, right? Saying stuff like that. So, um, That's we're very happy for her. And, yeah. uh, it's a, it's been a long journey for everybody involved for, 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 for me and for Vina as well. Um, you know, going through what Mila went through with, with not being able to play with her friends at high school, being cut from that team for whatever reason she was cut, like, that was painful and, the hard, the hard part is not jumping in. The hard part is not jumping in to be like, I want to talk to the coach. I want to talk to the AD. I want to know exactly why. And it's like, you know, at that moment, looking a few steps ahead in the chess game of life, it was like, all right, we can go do this. But what's that going to teach Mila? Is that going to teach her how to deal with shit? Or is that going to teach her that mom and dad are going to come and deal with shit? Is that going to teach her how to value herself and not let other people determine her worth? Or is, is she always going to complain about why other people don't value her the way that she should? So it was a great opportunity for us to be like, hey, coach doesn't value you. That's his loss, not yours, right? Yeah. So, you know, we'll find somewhere where you are valued, where you are appreciated, where they do respect you. And, you know, when, when that happens, it'll be great. And, and until then, we control the controllables. Yeah. Um, man, I'm so happy for you guys. I'm so happy for her. Um, I'm happy that she'll be right up 95. Uh, it gives us an excuse to go to Philly and go, go yeah. watch some softball. And then like Mila, get in the car. We're going to, we're going to eat at restaurant, insert yes. delicious restaurant here. Insert um, delicious Italian restaurant in Philly. Or Mediterranean or <laughs> whatever, like the, the food in Philadelphia, literally one of the best food cities in America. Something I did not know or appreciate until I married someone who grew up in Philadelphia. Uh, so that's our show for this week. Um, by the way, that person that I married, uh, also a certified runner coach, if you missed it, make sure you check out last week's episode. Um, really, really good stuff on the marriage of strength training and running. Uh, we got some more cool stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Not sure exactly on schedule, but I hope we'll be able to put out uh, relatively close to an episode a week between now and the end of the year. So make sure you're subscribed to get the latest episodes when they drop. For Chris, I'm Craig. Thanks for listening to The Train with the best podcast.